live from an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time for the long shot. <laughs> Tonight, Edinburgh or Edinburgh, the return of the Immaculata, four weddings and a funeral and a live audience. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm so glad you guys are here Ooh. in my living room. Uh, yeah. With me tonight on the podcast, the podcast is The Long Shot. I am your host, Sean Conroy. <laughs> With me tonight on the show, the happy, foppish man in a large Welsh wig, Mr. Jamie Fezzawig. Oh, this is a bad start. The worst start ever. And we're off. Let's have uh, this be a six-hour podcast. Also here tonight, the human checkout lane that opens up just when you get stuck behind that person <laughs> with two baskets and a fat roll of coupons. Miss <laughs> Amber Kenny is Hello. here. <laughs> it's a whole story. Yeah, it was a long one. <laughs> um, and of course, returned from his sojourn through Europe. The Bitter Buddha, Mr. Eddie Pepitone. Hey. Woo-hoo. Hey, everybody. Never thought I'd make it. You never thought you'd make it back <laughs> nope. here? No, I didn't. You've been gone a while. We haven't seen you in like two mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Do you I, remember I have us? not seen you in two months, and immediately you picked a fight with me when you walked in today. Well, I, 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 you know, I was driving here, and I'm like, I'm angrier now I passed when you I when you were driving up and you looked unhappy. <laughs> I did? Yeah. I don't like being told that, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I, I know I'm unhappy. I'm sure you're told that quite a bit. No, because I like to exude coolness instead of... No, I do. Work I harder. Mean... Work harder, my friend. <laughs> I want to exude like a tough... You know, tough but firm. Yeah, tough but firm. But fair. See all this, all this time, all this time. I thought you were going for bitter and irritable. So <laughs> going, how do you go for bitter and irritable? You're right. That's something that just happens. That's that's while you're just... going for tough but firm. <laughs> it's like a bad stop off along the way. Yeah, but um, uh, here we well, are. Welcome back. Thank you. We have a lot to talk about with you. Yeah, tell us everything. Hmm. So let's start today. My checking in is I bought an egg. <laughs> I thought I thought that would be funny if I checked Two in with something. Two months ago, you say is I bought an egg. I bought an egg. <laughs> yeah. Also, where do you buy well, one just egg? Just let it sit. Huh? Well, where do you buy one egg? My checking in is... You can buy one egg. It's okay. been hot lately, huh? <laughs> yes. I don't like the heat, by the way. Scotland, by the way, 50s... By the way. 60... 60... By the way. 60 was a hot day. 60 was a 60 hot was day. A hot day. And then nice. I come back to this cesspool of shit. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, it was beautiful today, finally... 108 degrees two days ago. Was it 108 degrees? That's what I'm told. Uh, well, we'll I, talk was, about it. I was here in my. When I check in, I'm gonna I'm gonna weave the weather into my <laughs> my wait. nightmare. Can't my wait. nightmare. I can't wait. Uh, all right. Well, let's start today with Amber. Oh, interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a What's lot of on, interesting Amber? things to say. Um, I had an interesting date today. A what? An interesting date or an interesting day? Day. I yeah. thought she said date as well. Yes. Mm. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie is like It's been a very like yeah, me too. It's been an extremely surreal day and this is just an extension of that. This is very surreal. Correct. This I think is our fourth live episode. Is our it? first live episode from 
my living room. <laughs> right? And it's really well lit. Yes. It's I not don't usually like that. No, no, me neither. Um, Those of you that know the podcast well know that <laughs> at the end of our first season, Amber actually bought me a lamp, lamp for the living room. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so goddamn dark in here. And all by the, time. the way, can I say this just to talk to the you audience can. Yes, for a please. second? Go ahead. Because I just want to get this uh, off my chest and mm-hmm. out in the open because sure. I feel this. I feel like. Having live podcasts are a little weird because it's just watching people talk. Right. Like, I just feel like that's a little strange. Right. So what you're like, basically no, doing because... right now is telling these people they were dumb to come here. <laughs> no, not at all. I just want it. No, that's your fucking shit. <laughs> I... I just want to, because I always feel a little funny, because I'm, I'm such a performer. That sounded really funny. I'm such up. a performer, folks. <laughs> I just can't stop. I got the music in me bones. I knew I was going to get fucked for that. But, like, I want to I wanna just, you know, be like, Razzle hey, everybody. They call me Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> All I do is dance. Cradle to the grave, baby. I can't be stopped. Please do that. Please. Uh, All right. Well, now that we've run down the fact that we've actually invited people here. So, Amber, (laughs) tell us about your day or date. I had a weird day. I I haven't been able to sleep because it's so freaking hot. hot. Yes. Yeah, but it got beautiful today. You can say fucking on this show, by the way. I can't. Okay. (laughs) It got really beautiful. So, didn't you sleep well last night? (laughs) What? Like, I knew that see? it was going to be nice. Eddie so wants I to argue well. with you about whether or not you're <laughs> you sleeping well. And Jamie's I, pulling the table apart. I, oh, I, uh, so I haven't been sleeping well. So I started the day. It's Monday. Spoiler alert. I don't know. Um, Folks, if you're playing along at home, we're recording the show on a Monday. <laughs> and so I'm starting my week. I'm exhausted already. I get to work. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm exhausted already. Barely making it through. My boss comes in really chipper. Which is already weird. Fuck that guy. Yeah. He it's never, fucking Monday. You got to drag your ass a, in on he, Monday morning. He never comes in and B, definitely not in a super good mood. Mm-hmm. And then he came in, he poked Somebody his head up. out and said, hey, you want to come over to my place for lunch today? <gasps> and I was like, okay. I think normally I would have said no, but I didn't have... Like, I couldn't formulate a reason why not. Yeah. Well, you're tired. You've been sleepless. <laughs> you, you've it's had a, sleepless evenings. He's, he's too chipper. He's going to be annoying. He's to taking to. advantage of his... his he's uh, the boss. You're the employee going to his place. Might be a little inappropriate. He's gay. Is he? Yeah. Even more ah, inappropriate. That, that fucks up the story right yeah, there. Yeah, but yeah. It wasn't going to be that kind of story. It I wasn't thought, a penthouse letter. I don't know. You work in a bank. It could have went crazy way. Banks <laughs> Silk are, stockings. Well, banks are, you know. Notorious sexual. for they're that type sexual. of thing. <laughs> it's they're a sexual so salad in every bank. <laughs> well, they're so corrupt. And, mm-hmm. Anyway. So <laughs> we walk to his condo that he recently moved to, which is a minute away from our office. We walk there. He makes me chicken cutlets and a cucumber tomato salad. <laughs> Jesus. He sounds gay. <laughs> I'll tell you what gave it away. That's a vicious stereotype. <laughs> I do not agree with that. Uh, the cucumber tomato salad gave it away for me. We're not at That's the also weirdest... it could be Greek. Yeah, it was a very Greekish salad. It, it needed feta. It needed feta. He kept apologizing. Uh, but, okay, we're not at the weirdest part yet. He said, I want to watch some comedy with you. So I'm thinking about becoming straight again. 
So while we ate chicken cutlets and cucumber salad, was we it? watched Wanda Sykes special. <laughs> oh, man. Wanda Sykes? <laughs> he is gay. She is also gay. <laughs> And it was funny because it's like a few years old, so like a good percentage is like President Bush jokes. He was not a good president. <laughs> yeah. But it was Wanda nice Sykes because, did not like him. Because uh, my boss and I, I don't know if we see eye to eye about everything politically. Do you see eye to eye about Wanda Sykes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, we... Were you guys spitting shit out of your mouth? <laughs> like, I, I just see you, like, like trying to really, like, please him. So, like, Wanda Sykes would say something about Bush, and you just, a chicken cutlet would go, fine. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. She had a whole chicken cutlet in her mouth at that point? <laughs> a piece of chicken oh, cutlet. Okay. He, um, his reaction to the jokes he liked made me... It confirmed the fact that I never want him to come to a show. At, after a joke that he particularly liked, he'd say... That's so cute. <laughs> I just want to punch people like that in the face, you know? He's, he's doing his best. Yeah. It's also when somebody has, uh, you know when somebody has like a horrible laugh that sounds like they're just making fun of you? I'm in the right audience? here. Not you. Not you. <laughs> you have a great laugh. No. There's people, like I remember once I was at a show and there was a guy who laughed like this. Uh, that's not a laugh. Yes. That's not yes. a laugh. That was a snake. You got to get out of there. You know, there's a Jamie thing. is in full-on character mode tonight. We haven't seen Jamie yet. He is not going to be real for one second. There has been one Jamie moment. It's all he's been... Gonna be, it's his one-man show it's, come to he's life. He's been Robin Williams the yes. whole time. He waits for openings. But do you know there's a theatrical, <laughs> there's a theatrical convention, you know, if, when you get hissed. That means they fucking hate you. Are so you, maybe this are you man trying was... to educate me on theatrical conventions? <laughs> well, I got the theater in me bones, <laughs> <laughs> folks. You're here. Um, you like guys and dolls? Wait, wait, no, but I mean that's not a laugh. How does that even? It was though. I called close? him out on it, and it, it just was that was the way he laughed. It was like. What's doing it? It's contagious. I've ruined the show. <laughs> Way to go. Um, Wait, can I add a few more bizarre no, details? No, we're done with you. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we no, ate on TV trays. <laughs> Where were you sitting? In On his like expensive white leather couch, mm. watching his expensive, huge television. It was. He lives different than now, I Now, the do. only thing I can think of is that he filmed you without you knowing it. <laughs> And you're being monitored by some organization. He's pitching a prank show to, yeah. to Logo. But he and he would ask things like, "How's your family?" And I was like, "I don't know." Now, wait, you don't know how your family is? Who does really? Who know, who can know anyone? But um, does things this have just something? Got dark. I think this... he wants us to have a better relationship. Mm. How about Maybe, you tell him? To watch some but better comedy. But it was so surreal. He was laying on the couch with a TV tray watching Wanda Sykes. And he gave me cranberry juice. Have you hung out, <laughs> have you hung out with him outside of the no. bank before? This is the first time you guys... Well, he invites me to events all the time. And I'm always like, no, no, negatory. Uh, I do things at night. Like do you want to come to a chicken cutlet and tomato and cucumber <laughs> salad lunch with me and Wanda Sykes? The point is none of it was bad it was just so weird like yeah. it was just like what is happening right now would you be willing to do it again 
and wear a mic, a wire. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then, so I, I worked a little. The other thing is, I'm his assistant. He had an appointment at one thirty. At one forty, I was like, um, it's one forty. He's like, okay, and he like kept watching on the sides. And I was like, oh, this is what happens in my life. That's why my job's so difficult. Um, but uh. So I had very little time after this bizarre lunch at work, and then I drove here, and I'm in this very surreal situation. It's, <laughs> I keep waiting to wake up from the weird dream I'm having. <laughs> Not going to happen. <clears throat> now, do you think, by the way, because the, the day had a, had a little weird, uh, like, business, fl- like, my everything was closed. It's a Jewish, big Jewish holiday uh-huh. today. No traffic. Rosh Hashanah. No traffic. <laughs> 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 But do you think Rosh Hashanah affected him at all? I mean, he did. Say, it sounds like it. It sounds like he was like, "Well, it's going to be he, kind of slow." Was, Let me, you know, I've been meaning to make a cucumber. legitimately upset that nobody invited him over for a Jewish holiday. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. He's like, I've been to Hindu holidays. He like listed off different cultures. Mm. Okay, I'm bringing the yeah. room down, and I don't know why. Thank you, thank you, Amber. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's go next. Don't go to Eddie. Nothing happened with him. Yeah, let's go to Jamie. (laughs) Jamie, talk like a normal person and tell us what's going on. All right. um, You look good, by the way. I have not seen James for... Or Jamie. Two two months. And you have a new... You're sporting a new look. (laughs) You... You look like someone out of a noir film now. Like you've got a, a stash. How the long stash is the stash is working well for you? The Thank stash you. and you. your hair is a little wavy. You look like a film noir fella. Like someone not to be fucked with. Uh, at all, ever. Yeah, nobody ever gets <laughs> fucked with in a film noir, right? I'm making big changes. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> big changes. Uh, I was going to, well, so in the last three weeks. I've Jamie been, has a list, folks. <laughs> He's going to the He's list. He's prepared. This is more of us should write lists. I went to an all Japanese play. Everything was in Japanese. That's called a no play, I believe. That's no, a type a of theater. What? Um, <laughs> who's on first? I went to a drum circle. Hold did on. You, wait, Are you just going to list these things off and not tell us and about also, any of them? were you in theater camp? Why did you go to an all-Japanese play? Who did you go with? It's What's all going irrelevant. On? Do you have a subscription of some sort? I love it. By the way, that's really funny to just like <laughs> list like 12 disparate things. Thursday, Thursday, I got gas at the gas station. No, no, but Friday, I played video games. <laughs> no, but these are great. Like, I went to a Japanese play. I went to a drum circle. I'm not even done yet. Do you have any observations about those? No. <laughs> I like to let our, our listeners fill in the blanks. Draw their own conclusions. <laughs> I love drum circles. When Jamie said I went to a drum circle, I was riveted. For a second, because I love drum circles. For circle. a whole second. I love drum circles. They're always on the beach, and they're always at sunset. They're not always and, at the beach. Or at, <laughs> <laughs> they're always circular. They're above. always at the I beach. I grew up in the middle of a drum circle. <laughs> I'm not talking about hippie communes. I am talking about a spontaneous drum circle is always at the beach. Hippie communes are always at the beach. Oh. We were lost. Yeah. <laughs> So go ahead, Jamie. Sorry, Tell us Jamie. something For the record, this something. was at the beach uh, at See? sunset. Thank you. Um, I, Eddie, I'm sorry. But wait. I, I'm sorry. I can't. Can we just talk about one of these things before no, you just rattle the off list. the list? Let's hear the list first, and then we'll go back. I don't back. like this. <laughs> How many things are there? I want to hear the list. I'm listening under protest. Eight. eight things? We've heard two? Yeah, let's say ten. Um, wait. <laughs> I like the kids. I think Jamie's got a great new attitude. It's no bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Here is my list. Go fuck yourself. Number three. 
Um, I've been riding my bike a lot. <laughs> Number Why four. Why does that make Let's you? Let's just keep going. Uh, I took a bunch of pictures with fake guns. Um, with fake guns? <laughs> I was doing a Spangler show and there was an earthquake while we were on stage. Bullshit. Whoa. Bullshit. <laughs> He's just making I don't up believe You're a fucking liar. <laughs> I don't believe Take it back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and I went to an event that was celebrating breasts. Um, and there's two women in the middle, unannounced, with fucking metal on their breasts, or well, on the outside of their clothes. And the music starts, and they start making those big sparks come out. Like uh, <laughs> those big sparks. What sparks are you? If you are you, you talking metal. about the big sparks that come out of metal on your breasts? Are those you big sparks. Are talking about the WNBA? You're team? talking about like, like that. I've been to an event like this. Yeah. I have not. Well, that'd be usually seen in the context of a, a welder. I think of that Conan O'Brien sketch. Wasn't like a welder. Those girls that had the sparks coming. All right, out we're stuck. Them? Keep going, Jamie. What else did you do? Uh, I'm gonna end there, but I'm making. No. That was five things. The you rest said of the there stuff, were ten. Yeah, uh, the rest made. Just some speed through them. Just read your list. <laughs> Crazy Rosewood, Louis C.K. Uh, bad trip, Wednesday night. Now it's Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> well, these were notes. My okay. Crazy Rosewood. Go ahead. Again, let's let everyone fill in the blanks. Um, does someone want to fill in one blank? You went to Rosewood and it was crazy. You went to see Louis C.K. Where is Rosewood, by the way? Jamie, what is going on? Speak. <laughs> okay, so listen. God damn it. I, um, I've been doing this Immaculata thing for the last... Holy uh, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, the this last I left you, you were... <laughs> the last I left you, you were not doing the Immaculata. You were doing the nightclub a lot which... Nightclub You know, you're running a fucking... You're running, uh, you know, a late night nightclub, and you've been, you know, partying a little... You know, you're living the life like, you hey, making- my... You were making Eddie feel good about his own life because you were making some poor choices. Uh, yes. And you were... <laughs> yes. You were failing at something you said you were going to do. And, and that, that made him feel good. That always makes me feel good. Yeah. Well, I got bad news, brother. <laughs> There's a new flam. Um so go ahead. You're okay. back on the stick, huh? Well, I'm two two weeks into Immaculata, <laughs> but I'm making a major shift in what it is. Good, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm so glad there's a shift in the Immaculata, or it would be the same old conversation. You know it, it, it needed a shift. It needed a shift. What is the shift? I'm really the shift. Is if we could to... do a word cloud for every episode of the Long Shot, Immaculata would be like this big. <laughs> Compared to everything else we've ever said. Also, that was a word cloud joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go ahead. What's the shift in the Immaculata? I'm really interested. This shows you. The fact that I'm interested shows you I've been away two months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm excited. you'd be going, please shut the fuck up. I, yeah, I, yeah. Would, I wouldn't be as but nice. But to be fair, I don't think Jamie really talked about it much while Eddie was gone. Or oh, did okay. He? So Sean no, is. He didn't. So, okay. we're, so go ahead. Tell me what your shift is. Moderation. Uh, <laughs> it's something we all know. What a stroke of genius. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. Fucking moderation. <laughs> now explain what that means. 
<laughs> it means I've understood that the cycle has been good. Like when I do Immaculata, I feel good for a month. But then I, I get off of it for two or three months and I start drinking too much. And you fall much, hard. And I fall hard. But if I'm Your life moderate, is a roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> it's a whirlwind. <laughs> and I, if I can make progress incrementally in this pattern, <laughs> imagine the progress I can make if I fucking just go for it now. So, starting now, Holy shit. it is on. <laughs> it is fucking on. Lion Cantata, changing the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lion Cantata? Yeah, what was that? We were talking about Immaculata. <laughs> what was that last they, they thing? He said Lion Cantata. What is, what that's is, his entity. That's his entity. <laughs> entity? Entity? Jamie is the vaguest man alive. Um, so, Lion Cantata. The vaguest man alive. <laughs> It's a great moniker. <laughs> that that should be on your business card. <laughs> I'm vague and I'm at and... your ready. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of... I'm, I'm vague. I'm, I'm vague, etc. I'm vague, etc. <laughs> Please call me. What would the Dosekis ad for that guy be? <laughs> the vaguest man in the world, and it would just be you standing on a long line going. <laughs> No specifics about where you were. <laughs> no specifics. Uh, and now you've shut down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I just saw Jamie just, <laughs> just looking See, down. And like, if we had done what I said, which was delve into the details of one of his experiences on his list, I think he would have had a lot more I to say. I still want to hear about this Japanese theater. I want to hear about riding your bike a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I vote riding bike, riding bike, riding bike. All right, so... Oh, I so want to hear about the bike. <laughs> All right. It starts... It starts with a kickstand. And no, it, I think... I is think, there um, a basket? I think riding bikes. <laughs> Tell us about the Japanese no play. It wasn't necessarily no. You're doing a lot of Asian things because the Chinese ride... The Chinese ride the shit out of bikes, am I right? <laughs> and the Japanese... The Japanese and are terrific some, in theater. There's some Koreans at that drum circle, too. Oh, my God. Is that right? <laughs> He's tagging your joke there. I know he is. He's tagging. It's called tagging the joke. I bet the there joke. weren't any Koreans at the drum circle. There was th- I 200 bet you there was. There's probably one Korean. There's no way to settle this bet. <laughs> We're going to have to call it a draw. It's a push until the next drum circle. I hope there's some Koreans at the next drum circle. So tell us about one of these things, Jamie. Ah, <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> Do you not know what we've talked about? You have to look at your list again? By the way, this is so painful in front of a live audience. Yes. Like, like, normally when we do this, it's painful. You know, It's, it's painful, painful enough when it's just the four of us and Jorge and Alex. Now but. do me a favor and put yourself in my shoes. <laughs> no, I know. I know this is why you have problems with the Immaculatas because of this torture that happens here. You know, you want to drink a lot after something like this. Okay, riding bike. Go ahead. Go There's ahead. something freeing about coasting down a boulevard. See, this is a mistake because it was funny when we were talking about you talking about it, but you yeah. talking about it is not going to work. He didn't even finish a sentence. I know because I could tell it wasn't going to work. And I got hit by a car. <laughs> Boring. It's also- being driven by the president that. of the United States. <laughs> then what happened? Listen. Um, Do you have a bell on your bike? 
Because I like Bells. <laughs> I was a big fan of Quasimodo growing up. Bells of St. Mary with Bing Crosby. Love that movie. <laughs> My teacher used to ring a bell to bring the class to order. <laughs> and now, whenever I go to a hotel, I love to ring the bell for the bellhop. I, I love boxing matches because at the end of every round, ding, there's ding, a ding, bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no bell on the bike, just straight ahead like Basket. a real man. <laughs> You got a basket on the bike? You have a basket? Because baskets you could carry like a loaf of bread like the French. The French always have a baguette when That's they're That's exactly right. what I was thinking. Streamers? You have streamers for your handlebars? Handlebar streamers? What, co- what color is the bike? Uh, that's black. All right. Eddie, what's been going on with you? Thank you. <laughs> Tell us what's been going on. You've been gone for two months. You got a lot going on in your life. Yeah. Well, I think... Uh, you have th- one of those lists like Jamie, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't do the riding the bike thing. <laughs> That's played out at this point. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about it being surreal for you, but it's it's surreal for me. I imagine. Um, very know. real for me. Very, very real. Thank God. <laughs> you know, real. You're the anchor. but I see everything <laughs> in 3D. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's funny uh, because uh, I, I have done so fucking much. I mean, yeah. the traveling yeah. I did was the most I ever fucking did. I mean, I went to Atlanta first. Georgia. Yes, hot as fuck. Are you going to talk about that? <laughs> I said, you said you were going to weave the weather into your discussion. Yeah, it's that's true. I know. I just love the weather in Scotland, but um, uh, you know, I taped an Adult Swim show. What oh, show? this is what I wanted to start off with. This fucking whole trip is that I fucking before this whole thing, like, and, and you got you know that I was nervous about. Well, you had to drive to LAX. <laughs> I was nervous about that. Was That's I fucking freaking fucking out about freeways. that? That is three fucking freeways. Was I freaking out about yes, that shit? Yes, you couldn't shut up about it. Really? Yes. I thought you had larger concerns, but you were focused on just getting to LAX. Well, well what, taking it one step at a time. I suppose. What really fucked me up, and it kind of started like the anxiety that I felt on this trip, was that right before... It started with I had to tape a show at the Throckmorton Theater in San Francisco, tape that, come back, film something, and then go to Atlanta, film something else, and then Dublin, and then Edinburgh. So, so Throckmorton filming something for set list at Throckmorton started it, and the, and fucking two days before, not one day, but two days before, my tooth starts hurting. Oh no! And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. So I go to a dentist. Everybody's like, oh, you got. I I go to a dentist, <laughs> and um, he's. Everybody's like, you know, when they recommend the dentist, they're like, oh, you got to go to Doctor Bonnie. He's amazing. What a great bedside manner Doctor Bonnie has. So it turns out, why why was the dentist by your bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's no. a valid point. Okay. <laughs> Joke recognized. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you want me yeah. to say to that? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I go to this. I go to this fucking. I love. I love when a doctor gets recommended like he's a genius. Like, oh, you gotta go to doctor. Doctor Bonnie is the best with root canal. So I go to fucking doctor Bonnie's place. And, you know, it is the type of thing where everybody is like, oh, Dr. Bonnie, Dr. Bonnie. And when Dr. Bonnie... Have you heard of me? I'm the best with root canal. When he comes in, there's like, there's like music that plays. No. Like, no, but it's, <laughs> it's close. You ha, can, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I have a lot to get through, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't like harp on this. Can I just say, can I just say this? This is going to interrupt your story, but I had that experience once where a dentist was recommended to me very highly. Yeah, very by a guest on this show. We've we've been on this show many times, Paul F. Tompkins, and he was like, "Oh, got to go to this guy. He's great." And then the next time I saw Paul, I was like, "I went to that guy," and he's like, "Do not ever go to that guy again." (laughs) So anyway, finish your story. We were joking about you talking about trivial things when you went to Scotland, but you're literally talking about going to the dentist right now. And <laughs> to say that having an infected this root canal... This is a seven-hour story. <laughs> okay. To say, to say that having an infected root canal before you're going to go to yeah. Europe is trivial is an insult to me. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I had a fucking infected root canal... And he was like, here, take this antibiotic. In 48 hours, it should calm down. He speaks in a very calming manner. <laughs> he was like it's that. He was, he was take this really. Antibiotic. <laughs> he was very calming. Better. He was very calming. And he had like robes. And he was like, just take this antibiotic. <laughs> he didn't really, but. So the, the, the point of I can't wa- tell what the truth is and what isn't. <laughs> so I go to fucking San Francisco. I did you or did I, you not go to San Francisco? <laughs> I go to San Francisco Frock and. I, I have a fucking major toothache in the middle of the taping, and Mort Saul is on the show, 80-year-old fucking... No, he's did he 84. Did with him? <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> 84-year-old Mort Saul, Robin Williams is on the show. Wow. Um, fucking all these comics, and my tooth is fucking killing me. Upshot of it is, is that I have to get it pulled when I get back to LA, which sucks because the antibiotic he gave me didn't calm it down, blah, blah, blah. I get the fucking tooth pulled, and boom, I'm on my way to Atlanta, and the fucking tooth, it got pulled, and it hurts, and I'm going, and and I go to Atlanta, and I'm filming the Adult Swim show. Now, this starts the whole journey Atlanta, and I'm playing a character on this new Adult Swim show that has to scream all the time i play a tortured soul in hell so it's you've a been typecast <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. that's very true and um so i play a tortured soul what is the soul's name uh, eddie pepitone which was really <laughs> yeah it was really funny because when when oh you did yeah. yeah yeah because when i had to go in and audition for my part <laughs> Because they, I had to get approved by the suits who run fucking Adult Swim. I came very close. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm screaming in Atlanta for five days, you know, doing this, doing this part. Then I go to Dublin, and it's my first time in Europe, which was fucking amazing. And I love Dublin. Dublin's a great town. Oh, I loved it. You've been. I have recently. I loved it, man. I loved it, and I was yeah, at- man, it's great. <laughs> it was part of a festival called the Vodafone Comedy Festival, and my favorite part of that festival was meeting these amazing Irish and Brit comics who I had never fucking heard of. Uh, Tommy Tiernan, fucking genius mm-hmm. guy. All right, well, this seems like a good place to take a break. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do we have to take a break? No, we don't. No, <laughs> It's going to be I a mean, long episode. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, so, so I do fucking Dublin, and that's really a good experience. I meet all these great fucking comics. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, I get to Edinburgh, and I'm really psyched for the whole thing. And the upshot of Edinburgh is, is that it was fucking intense. I had to do <laughs> 24 shows in 25 <laughs> nights. That would be the I've second biggest thing in our before. word cloud. <laughs> Yeah. 24 <laughs> shows in 26 nights. I know. I'm upset. Immaculata, 24 and 26. 
Two word cloud jokes. Yeah. And it's fucking, it fucking burnt me out. Yeah. Fucking fried me. Hour long shows every night. Reviewers. I had no idea, like, the scrutiny. And I was going to be under mm-hmm. every fucking night. There were two, three, four people reviewing me. There was awards committees. And the place I performed in is a place called Tron, this basement of a church, of, of a bar. I was going to say church because there's a church. Well, the same thing, street. basically. <laughs> basement of a bar, stone, just all stone. Great place for comedy, but no green room. So I had a fucking hangout in this fire exit staircase that smelled like piss oh that's and, no fun oh it was it was fucking horrible i had to hang out there and i was really fucking tense mm-hmm. i was really tense waiting to go on every night and um because you felt pressure or big time yeah big time well well performing in scotland was a big deal for me mm-hmm. because I was like, are they, and this well, with was your Scottish roots. You didn't want to, <laughs> but just, just the idea of like, will the audiences get me, which, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have worried about it all because mm-hmm. they were so cool. You know, the world gets smaller every day. <laughs> Can you talk about the, yeah, the Hugh Grant incident? That was so fucking, that was, that was, that was so fucking cool that Hugh Grant came to see me because one of One of my fans is also a guy who did a show out there about tabloids. He used to work for a tabloid like The Sun or one of those horrible Brit tabloids. Mm -hmm. And he became friends with Hugh Grant because Hugh Grant has sued these motherfuckers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And like – so this guy's name is Richard – I forget Richard's last name right now. But Richard became a big fan of mine. He came and saw the show. And he was like, you got to see this. And he knows Hugh Grant. So he's like, oh, man, you got to come see is this comedian? That's so you, so Grant, comes with nine women. <laughs> I kid you not. He was with were nine. They, were they prostitutes? No, okay. no. This is how you, Grant, rolls. <laughs> <laughs> He's very charming. Yeah. He's very charming, and it's so funny because I have a I had a PR um, person hello. out there. I had a PR person out there, uh, Gabby, who was she was a trip, and I told her I told her that you Grant was coming, and all of a sudden Gabby shows up. I had never seen her; it was always on the phone. <laughs> Everything was on the like, phone. She was dress. totally made up, like fucking really short skirt. I was like, I was like, holy shit, Gabby! You know, you. She's like, well, it's you Grant. I'm not going to waste this opportunity, am I? And I'm like. So apparently you, Grant, has that effect. But anyway, (laughs) the fucking bouncers at this bar, because this bar, I think, um, originally was like a student bar, they have these hard-ass bouncers there. Well, you got to be tough around students. (laughs) (laughs) Well... They, they're, they're like ID and everybody, and they, they had already fucked up my show previous to this by not letting like a party of eight in because one of the people uh, – so two of these women in Hugh Grant's party did not have the correct ID, and they wouldn't let Hugh Grant in. And <laughs> – it is shocking. It is shocking. And um, the fuck it, it was hilarious because fucking the people who brought me there, Paul Provenza, a couple other people, were 
slipping out because yeah. they had problems with the, with these security people last year. They're just total dicks who wouldn't let anybody in. But I feel like by not letting Hugh Grant in, that was much better for you well, than letting Hugh Grant in. Yeah, It turned out to be like – because I loved reading the fucking press of it. Like it was like Hugh Grant coming to see acclaimed comedian Eddie Pepper. Like I was loving that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> like a claim yeah, comedian. Absolutely. I was like, oh, look at that. A claim comedian. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I want to talk about one more thing before we take a break. Uh-oh. I haven't seen you mm. in a while. We haven't really mm. we haven't really talked about this, but since I last saw you, I learned uh, I know from a very indirect source mm. that you are engaged to be married. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's like Maury Povich all of a sudden. <laughs> I learned that you are not the father. Uh, so tell us about that. Would you please? Congratulations. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I, I've, been, uh, I've been dating the same woman for seven years, Karen. Hi, Hello, <laughs> darling. <laughs> yes. And now, this is a huge thing for me. This is a huge thing for me. Because it's a huge thing for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I am 53 and have never been married. As a matter of fact, I would venture to say not even close. <laughs> like, no, a lot of people, by the time they're fucking 30, have already been divorced a couple of times. Yeah. I've had long term a couple of long term relations, but you know, I was like, I was like, okay, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just an amazing. It's amazing to me that that propose? I proposed. Yeah, it's amazing to me that I. Can proposed. you tell? Can you tell? It's the- amazing to me that I am going through this level of commitment. I mean. It's like, wow. You're not the only one, my friend. I, I realize that I'm the only girl here, but Were can you, you tell the story of the proposal? Now, this is we really We actually don't funny. have time for that. <laughs> yes, you do, because it's yes, so bland. <laughs> I mean, it involves a bike in Japanese theater. <laughs> <laughs> that was so easy, you know what I mean? <laughs> to do that, but... Um, it's like shooting at balloons. <laughs> but you know what's funny is that a lot of people... Not a lot, but a few people go, what did you do for the proposal? And I feel bad that I didn't do something really fucking intense. Like, you know, and I've heard people who go, oh, I put roses from the top of La Cienega. (laughs) I mean, you hear shit like this. I laid roses from from sunset in La Cienega to LAX. So romantic. <laughs> and that took her to Paris, where I then had her fly back to LA. I just I tricked her with Paris. One of my one of my brothers, when he was gonna propose to his wife, set up this whole pathway into the woods of candles to the place where like way into the woods. And she was in the house like watching TV with her parents, and she fell asleep. And he went, <laughs> And he went and he went and back the woods to the, and, yeah and he went, no, he went back to the house and he's like you got to come out and see the sky it's so beautiful come out and see the sky and she was like I'm really tired I'm just going to go to bed and he was like no come out and see the sky and like they got into it and started <laughs> fighting and I he heard- had to like abort the plan and do it a different night they started fighting no i've heard more now, than, than one story where the girl is like why are you being so weird and they like get into a fight about this weird plan yeah that's 
So I what's feel like your that's a bad sign? What's your thing? Maybe that's just me. Well, by the way, that is a funny thing that people go through these elaborate fucking proposals and then they're <laughs> divorced like six months later or whatever it is. But so anyway, my dance like nobody's watching. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, fuck does that mean? <laughs> but anyway, um, there, there was there, it, it's such a simple story. Is and- Jamie still here, <laughs> by the way? <laughs> what I did, what I hey, did, by the way, was that I swallowed. Yeah. If there was a word cloud, um, is Jamie still here? It would be small, but it'd be on there. It's a valid point. The saddest. Go ahead. I, <laughs> all I did, all I did was swallow a ring and I shot it out in front of Kyle. <laughs> you can't, you can't do your stand up on this show. How dare you? It's not in my stomach. <laughs> well, it, it will be. Now. It will be at some point. <laughs> no, there's just this really nice coffee shop we like to go to, and um, <laughs> I, I was like, it was like a rainy day, and I was like, and uh, I had been thinking, baby, about, <laughs> drink your latte all the way to the bottom, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just popped the question in this cafe. You know, that was it. Really, you had a ring. I didn't do fucking. Uh, no, I didn't have the ring yet. I love you the see, way he was so dismissive about that. No, no but, come on. What, are you kidding me? But I think, I think once you're past a certain age, you, you realize all this marriage shit, all these conventions are kind of bullshitty. You know what I mean? Like, Says the guy who decided to get married. Yeah. Especially yeah. That we, is true. Now, that, that, is a big, that is a big step for me. Are we invited? <laughs> I say no. I, I don't think so. We'll... we'll, we'll <laughs> Do you have you guys set a date yet? No. Are you still speaking? <laughs> going through a rough patch. No, we're we're <laughs> we're gonna do it soon. We're gonna do it soon. It's gonna be private, quick, violent. <laughs> All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So we will do that, and we will be right back with more from the launch. Show. Hey, Longshot listener, uh, this is Jimmy Pardo from the award-winning show Never Not Funny, coming to you live from Islands uh, in West Los Angeles, I think we are. Anyway, just had a delicious uh, rice chicken bowl uh, with Jamie. Uh, bottom line, congratulations for 100 episodes, but you got a long way to go. You want to get to where Never Not Funny is, you understand me? you got a long way to go. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast <laughs> There is a live audience here. They are silent right now. Well, we we scared them into being quiet. I didn't want them to. And they're applaud. behaving. Yes. They're um, a really good crowd, though. Good crowd. I was just mingling with them, and they're by and large good people. <laughs> by and large. Well, folks, it is our hundredth episode of the show. Uh, Does it feel like a hundred to you? I was just talking to Jorge that it's like one of those weird. And yes, I smoked a lot of pot earlier in my life but it's like um where it feels like yesterday but it also feels like it's been forever man things like right, right. <laughs> i get totally that way i agree with you man it's so crazy i get that way with dublin <laughs> i smoked a lot of pot earlier in the day man uh all right we are back we are 100 episodes into the show that's a huge milestone mm-hmm 
Oh, Would you Sean. not agree? Oh, Sean. Speaking of which, we were thinking tonight that we would talk about <laughs> milestones. milestones. Mm. That's our that's our theme for tonight. Um, so why don't we start with Jamie? Yes. We haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> someone, is, someone went, yay. <laughs> it almost sounded sarcastic, which, yeah. I, which I enjoyed. It was vague. Was it was sarcastic. a very vague. That definitely was not sarcastic. Yay. It was not sarcastic. It wasn't. By the way, I just got like eight pep talks. <laughs> That's so rad. That is so rad. <laughs> so, uh, thank That's you, funny everyone. because no one would speak to me. No, no one even made eye contact yeah, with yeah. me. Anyway, I, I should try to come across more pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> just being oh, honest. no, you did Just being honest. All right, Jamie, tell us about milestones. I'm not pathetic. <laughs> what did I say? I said, come across more pathetic. I never called you pathetic. Do I come across pathetic? I come across confident. <laughs> What did I talk about that first app? I was like, right, fucking big let's changes. Let's talk about milestones. <laughs> no, you look confident. You really do with that new mustache. <laughs> you look like a confident film noir I mean, detective. I mean, I really thought you were confident until you started <laughs> petering out during the list. Other than that, you were very confident. It was confident. a confident petering out. It was, con- <laughs> it was a confident petering out. You and good for you. You were starting to peter out in a very confident way. And that is, that is good. You are owning your petering out. You are owning your petering out. That's, um, uh, that's 100 episodes of growth. <laughs> as they say. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> that, that famous uh, saying. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jamie, tell us about petering out. Um, milestones. milestones. Sorry. Milestones. So first of all, Lashana Tova to everyone. Uh, happy right. Jewish New Year. Shalom. What is it the year of this year? I don't think it's uh, like that. The, the year, year of the, the cat, <laughs> I love cats. I have five of them. Katie, Hoju. Criswell, Sherman. Sherman. Who am I forgetting? <clears throat> Ding dong. Or what year is it, I should say? The Jewish New Year? 6,423. Is it? Yeah. Is it already 6043? Six, <laughs> Not what I said. <laughs> But it's, then again, what I said was totally It's getting late up. early. Yeah. Uh, so, Lashan Tova, yeah. Uh, in the spirit of the, of the Jewish New Year, I thought I would pick a milestone mm. uh, to celebrate my own Judaism. <laughs> uh, and one of the milestones in the Jewish culture is, uh, for some people, is the Jewish confirmation, which mm-hmm. happens at the age of 16, I believe. Um, 13 is the bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah. Um, Jamie arguing with some of the people <laughs> that are here tonight. <laughs> A debate with the crowd. <laughs> By the way, she Jamie being heckled on a home field it's advantage. 13, Why is that a heckle? Sir. <laughs> 13. So what happened? So you had your bar mitzvah when you were 13. Yep. Mm-hmm. You were mad. Then three years later. You, and then, you didn't get enough money at that time. You needed more. That's what they get for their bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Believe me, I went to many a bar mitzvah in my day. I made a did you? You got back. invited to a lot of bar mitzvahs? I did. I had a lot of Jewish friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would go there and try to save them. <laughs> from, from, from the magicians that worked the bar mitzvahs? <laughs> Usually it was just DJs. But what happened? So, oh, God, Jamie, this is great. <laughs> 
<laughs> cool. No, go ahead. So if you want to continue your Jewish education or if your parents make you continue your Jewish education. I think I know which one it was in your case. Go ahead. Which one? Just the way he said that made me think that his parents made, made him, him continue. Yeah. You see, mm-hmm. I can uh, infer things in my speech patterns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very capable. Not infer, imply, but go on. He inferred. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I think <SATs>. it's great. <laughs> So um, I, I continued with my education for three years. Your Jewish education. My Jewish oh education. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's weird how we have to keep saying it for some reason. Oh, so you're I, Jewish? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel uptight about it. You do. <clears throat> so you're a Jew. <laughs> so I'm a Jew. <laughs> and it uh, has been discussed on this podcast. I was at a phase in my life where I was kind of like, you were hip hop. You were gangsta. I was hip hop gangsta valley Jewish kid. What was the name of your gang? The Seven Eleven like doormats. <laughs> the Seven Eleven doormats. It, it wasn't that, but there was some. There was something about that. Yeah, yeah. There was something about Seven Eleven yes. and doormats. They stole was a it? doormat. From what the was 7-11? the name of it, Jamie? Because I'm curious now. We're the Seven Eleven tribe, and we did. <laughs> You, you really had the name 7-Eleven in your fucking name? <laughs> they were sponsored. So fucked up. Um, and we did steal a doormat. <laughs> which was disgusting. Like, you know, we did st- steal a doormat. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Please scrape your feet before you enter. I'm about to say something really embarrassing. Do it. Wait, Do it. no, no. Don't do it. That would ruin your track record. <laughs> Who are these girls? <laughs> <laughs> There's these two really pretty, like, blonde girls that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> and they really, like, get the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, there was Some another. I, <laughs> I was going through boxes of old shit. I had another, another uh, Sorry, crew, another gang. And they were called D.A.K., Dak. Down ass kikes. <laughs> mm. No, it's okay. You kikes can say kike. If you're a kike, you can right. say kike. Because you're Other saying people can't it, use the you're saying word, it in a camaraderie. Yeah, type yeah. Fashion. It's like, yo, you my kike. You my you know? kike. Um, you my kike. You give me that inch. Yeah. Blah, blah, but if blah. you call. <laughs> Crossing the line on the, the Long Shot Podcast. It's not easy not to cross the line true. once you start He this. can say true. it. He's half. That's true. That's true. Uh, so what happened, Jamie? Um, I don't know what story you were telling at this point. There were some diversions. Yeah. Uh, you are 16. You're going to be confirmed. I'm going to be confirmed. That's all we're establishing. Yeah. And at the end of the confirmation, basically it's you know just going to class once a week. H- how is it different from a bar mitzvah? The training for bar mitzvah is learning Hebrew, so right. you can chant. Baruch It's a great example. Thank you. So, <laughs> I told you I went to a lot of bar mitzvahs. <laughs> it's the classic example. Saved no one, by the way. <laughs> mm. um, but then afterwards, <laughs> um, if you continue, like I did, uh, it's basically learning more about Jewish culture. Jewish education. Um, learning more stories and how to apply Judaism to your own life. That sounds awesome. 
No. Oh, I'm Amber. <laughs> You're so positive. They're interesting stories. Give us an example of one of the stories you learned in your... It wasn't... I, don't, I said stories, but it wasn't really stories. It was... Uh, Parables? Just like looking down. <laughs> Synonyms. Synonyms. <laughs> It was learning. Matchbook covers. What were they? <laughs> I don't know. They're teaching you like how to be a positive, good person in the world. But I was too busy like getting pages so for my today, girlfriend. Today we're going to talk about synonyms. <laughs> it Sometimes was you might want to say "chest of drawers," but if you want to appear sophisticated, you might want to say "bureau." <laughs> now I don't. By bureau, I don't mean the FBI. <laughs> is chest of drawers and bureau a synonym or just a definition? It was all I could do in the moment, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> you ate me. Yes. Um, anyway, mm. at the end of your. How your, long is the session? Uh, two hours. Months? Years? Oh, a couple years. Two years. Okay. Once a week. Oh, since you're 13. I'm sorry. Yeah. And at the end, you have to give a speech in temple in front of everyone, um, your family. And I just want to say that I'm so far away right now. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no, something about don't Jamie. Do that. No, go on. Jamie. <laughs> go ahead. Finish your story. Because <sighs> I have a question, actually. But go ahead. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> I have to pull myself back. I, I feel like it's fucking a, good. Tr- a drug trip. <laughs> um, but a couple of weeks before we have to give these speeches, we're in class, and we, everyone has to read their speech to the class. About what? <laughs> you could write about anything that meant something to you. That and, meant something to you? Yeah, just write something meaningful, meaningful in your life or what you got out of the class or whatever it was. It has to be related to the class, though. Okay. couldn't just be like, I admire Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. It could definitely be that. It's like a party shot. Okay, great. It could be whatever it's like you want. a party <laughs> shot. It's like a it's party It's the original shot. party shot. Um... And so one of my, I had a best friend from the age of five, and um, he was in the class with me. He goes up, and I should say that during my gangster years, we kind of drifted apart, <laughs> me and his best friend. <clears throat> oh, he was a square? Well, he, he just kind of, yeah. Jamie, well, I can't believe you're hanging out with the 7-Eleven doormats. <laughs> Those guys are a rough bunch. <laughs> Why haven't you come to math club meetings? <laughs> There, there's a certain sense of that. <laughs> um, but he gets up there and it's just his turn to do a speech. And the entire speech is about friendship and talking about how certain friends have changed and become things that they don't want to be ha- have part of their lives anymore. And it's mm. very clearly directed at me. Mm. And so at the end, I'm, like, while this is being read, I'm like, what the fuck? This is, this is and fucked up. And who is up. this who did this? Another guy in the class? <laughs> He was not listening at all. What? Not- it must be, right? He was, to be fair, he was in his head making wedding plans. He's good, he's good friends since Should they we were have five. the pate table? Um, they, were in the, they were in the same confirmation <laughs> class, but they drifted apart a little bit when Jamie became a gangster. And we're back. Are you back? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, God. I'm trying to hold on and just. Be here. You are being dramatic. So what happened, Jamie? Did you confront him? Was there a, f- a fist fight? There was I not. feel like that's not the spirit of the day. No, no, no. <laughs> you weren't there. You don't know. <laughs> well, as much of a thug as I thought I was, I would never fight, really. 
Um, you don't have to fight to be a thug. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the top three things of being a thug, I think. <laughs> um, but I went up to the rabbi after class, and I was like, that whole speech was about me. Should I write a speech apologizing? And he was like, no. Um, just need to write about whatever you want. And he's, um, <laughs> But do not apologize. <laughs> whatever you do, take a stand and stay with it. We are Jewish. <laughs> we stand on our feet. We never did apologize. Of, did you ever hear of Masada? <laughs> what does that mean? It's really all killed themselves rather than surrender to the Romans. Go ahead. I, I'm thinking Jamie Masada from the Laugh Factory. But go ahead. That's what I was. Did you ever hear too. of Jamie Masada? That guy sticks to his guns. He was running the club in 2012 the same way he was running it in 1986. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, it's a hack factory. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Dane Cook does hours there. <laughs> so, um, I didn't end up approaching him. It mm-hmm. became really uncomfortable between us. Um, for two hours a week. For two hours every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went and read it in front of everyone, and it was very uncomfortable. And Wait, I- everyone meaning... All of our friends I'm glad and family. You're not there. following it too. No, no, no. But no, I am following it. But he already said. What no, he's no, no, he already about. said the speech once. Yeah. In the class, but now he has to say it in front of what the congregation or? Eddie, yeah, that's what I, I'm glad you said that. I was. Yeah. Like, I thought he already read the fucking thing. Yeah. Eddie, you're faking it, by the way. What? I think you're faking it. I'm not. Oh man, it's gonna get weird. <laughs> it's but not already weird. <laughs> So what happened? So you read it in front of everybody's friends and family. He reads the speech in front mm-hmm. of Did you stand up and say, this is about me, by the way? I didn't. No. But by the way, I called my mom tonight, and because I I, they printed all is the speeches. Is this the same story? Yes. Okay. Whoa. It's flash forwards, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting narrative. To <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, He's really trusting his audience. <laughs> it's like, I called my mom because there's, there was a book of all the speeches that was printed out, and I had to go find it because I wanted to know what I wrote. And I wrote about um, how much Judaism meant to me. <laughs> you were Which faking it. Yeah, you and boilerplate thing. <laughs> you were I am so grateful for this class. <laughs> but anyway, the upshot of the story is that um, I didn't talk to this guy for the next four years. This is my best friend for like 15 years. And then now all of a sudden he oh, hates me. You don't me think he was making cogent points about you? or No, I mean, he, I don't know. At the end of the Jamie day. Jamie was a fucking gangster at that time. But also, he could have came and talked to me before he wrote a speech in front of the entire class, right? He was 15. 16. Okay. Oh, then it's inexcusable. (laughs) Then it's inexcusable. There's a jump. There's a jump. Um, But um, so finally, it was always, um, it always weighed on me that this, my best friend, like kind of left my life. And I would, I wrote him an email. (laughs) Okay. Long story short, at the end of college, I wrote him emails like, look, we should get past this thing. We ended up, I ended up moving in with him. Became my your roommate. Email, did your email contain like uh, hints about what you thought of him and what he's become? I'm kidding. I'm kidding, <laughs> folks. Folks, I'm kidding. <laughs> just FYI. Not a serious question. I'm just trying to amuse myself. So you Go moved ahead. in with him and what happened? And... Um, we became best friends again. Did you guys mm. tell... Did you, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful Jewish New Year story. This is a beautiful Jewish New Year story. This is the story of Rosh Hashanah. Did this you guys, is the story of... 
It was a parable. The whole thing was a parable. Oh my God! Give second chances, everyone. That's Give second chances. So here's my here's the question. But don't apologize. <laughs> here's the question I have because I was confirmed in the Catholic faith, and mm. when you get confirmed, <laughs> is that a Catholic going right on? Right on. There is a tradition in the theater that you snap your fingers when you agree with something. That's a yeah. uh, tradition that took place in the 50s. In, no, I think Catholics. Poetry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Catholics. Allen Ginsberg, man. Um, so, no, the, the question is, I, I had to choose a confirmation name to, sig- <laughs> to signify that I, was, that I had been confirmed. So I had to, I had to like read through... What are the names Books you have? Saints. Did they give you like a well, baby book? Or? No, no, no. It's like a saint. You have, to, you have to choose a saint that you admire. Oh, a saint. Yes. Yeah. Who'd and, you uh, choose, by the way? Uh, or is that the point saint, of the story? Saint <laughs> An- no, I, I chose St. Anthony, the patron saint of lost causes. Is that right? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, um, oh, that's an interesting <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> it requires... It I don't requires, know what you were going for. It requires the listener to know quite a bit about the Catholic saints. And, and your feelings about small, Catholicism. <laughs> very small target audience for that joke. Um, but I've did you have to do patron. anything like that? Like choose a, Yeah, yeah. No. I probably would have picked like... Like what signified that you had done this? Did you get a certificate? Did you get a pat on the back? What was the... Now get out of here, you crazy Jew. <laughs> Um, I got a nice portrait. I'm wearing a blue gown. Wait, what? <laughs> I like, like, I like a graduation gown. Yeah. Get out of here! You... Hey, listen. I think our you. I think our rabbi might be a sketch comedy character. <laughs> I don't think he's a real rabbi. That's too ridiculous. Uh, uh, all right. Well, Jamie, that was that was touching. Thank you for sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah, Thanks. that was great. Tear it up. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the Catholics. Those are the Catholics. Uh, all right, Amber, tell us about milestones. Uh, milestones. There is a big milestone in a young woman's life. Uh, really, a big milestone in a young woman's life uh, that my mom wrote a book about. Hmm. First that- bathing suit. <laughs> what? So, uh, what did you say? First bathing suit. And Jamie is back in character <laughs> and firing away on both cylinders. My palms are sweating now. Yeah. I got really nervous about... Talking about ta- this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is... You're in a safe place. <laughs> My heart is... Not at all. This is going to be bad. It's about monarchy, a woman's first period. And Is that the name for it? Uh-huh. Monarchy? You only I used the that. word once. So... <laughs> Um, Margaret, we, we've got a monarchy on our hands. Is that what parents say? Is it a constitutional monarchy? Or, uh... <laughs> See, I like those types of jokes. St. Anthony. <laughs> that one I um, I only know that word be- literally because my mother wrote a book about oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, it's called Moonchild, a celebration of your first menstruation. A celebration of your first menstruation. Moonchild? Is your mother just trying to cash in on the menstruation market? Like, yeah. is your Big mother money. just Big trying money. to take advantage? She is a rancid capitalist, isn't she? 
Rancid. Rancid with a capital R. Mm-hmm. Um, but my face is on the cover of this what? book. <laughs> oh my! Post, pre God. or post monarchy? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is post. I say during. You know me. <laughs> Yo, crazy Jew! <laughs> it um, was actually pre. The photograph is pre. But they fixed it in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> my mom wrote this book when I was like 10 or 11 years old so that she wouldn't have to talk to me. <laughs> Oh shit! Here, here's a book. Uh, here's a book. That's basically this will tell you everything. Remember, this is in a hippie commune where they're very open about everything. I thought hippies were. Amber's mom was still like Amber, man. I can't talk to you about this. (laughs) If your mom was talking like that, I wrote a book about it, man. You just have to read it. It's called Benarki. It's called Moonchild, man. Hey, man, how come you don't talk to Amber? You just give her books about <laughs> shit. No, she, <laughs> she literally handed me the book. That was your dad, by the way. Oh. Talking, to you. <laughs> talking to your mom. What the fuck? Every time you need to tell her something, you write a book, You ever man? feel like you and me sound exactly alike, man? <laughs> Maybe that sort of attracted us to each other in the first place, man. It's like, I heard you talking, and I was like, am I somewhere else right now, man? It was crazy. <laughs> Hey, man, I just want you to know I love the fuck out of you, man. Man, I'm so glad you said that because I love the fuck out of you, too, man. Let's go fucking really nice restaurant, man. Did you just say let's go fucking in really nice restaurant? No, man. Okay, because I would do that if you want to. don't write a book about it, man. Don't write a book about it. I'll just eat if you want, but if you want a fucking nice restaurant, I'll do that, too, man. Hey, man. I hope, hope, by the way, I hope hope Amber's parents don't listen to the podcast, but go ahead, (laughs) We may be free, but fucking... Inter- anyway, anyway, go ahead. Uh, so she wrote this book just like a manuscript format. I know how books work. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I mean like just like binder clips. Like she just wrote it and then handed it to the me. The way they used to do. Yeah. Binder clips? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it wasn't a... You'll see what I'm talking about in a second. You're talking about like the Gutenberg binder Bible. <laughs> it just... It wasn't a book. She like printed shit out and like... Yeah, that's like a book. She, she so it's like a, a stack of paper. <laughs> she had a whole bunch together. She had a whole that punch. had a narrative thread. Hey man, that's where's the hole punch, man? <laughs> what are you Don't doing, tell me man? You wrote another pile of papers <laughs> with the narrative thread, man. So, so she... tired of all these. <laughs> Look, I know how to empty the dishwasher, man. You didn't need to write a book about how to do it. She, By the uh, way, man, I don't think you should call this a book. <laughs> what is it, a pamphlet? It's too long to be a pamphlet. Bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark. The dog That's barks Domino. in a groovy way. Oh. Domino. Oh, my God. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> I miss him every day. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, Domino was the one I went to the But, um... So she hands me this booklet. Now it's a booklet. <laughs> and she just says, like, Kay, read it. Do you have any questions? And I remember the only question I had, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing, was, Whew. can I take a shower? 
and her I don't think that should be embarrassing. And her response was like, yeah, you're gonna want to. And so, um, so I was like, I don't understand anything in this book, but I'm not allowed to ask you any more questions. So like, I'm, it's funny that my mom wrote a book about it because I'm very not comfortable talking about things like that. Anyway. I'm glad we're getting to it now. Jump to. Jump to? Yeah. Like six months ago. Cut to. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to use the terminology, we should use it correctly. I, you know, I'm in the Let's arts. Let's do this. Let's I'm in the a arts. series of jump cuts over the years. <laughs> Boom. She's 18. She's Could 22. Be? And we're six months Could ago. Could there be a montage of me trying on different outfits? Yes. <laughs> uh, in one shot, you have a feather boa and sunglasses on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we're six months ago, and you get a call from your mother. Um, they're... They've recently retired from the hippie commune, and um, they were out of here, man. Dude, fuck this place, <laughs> Time man. To cash in on the four hundred one k, man. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> um, we're out of here. What do you mean we didn't have a four hundred one k plan, man? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I was stoned. <laughs> so, um, they just have been writing books like maniacs after their retirement. But the first one that was published was Moonchild, A Celebration of Your First Period. Uh, again, this was just in booklet form when That's I read it. That's a truck stop book, right? And it was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this, Al? Hey, Al, this is one oh, of these. That's one of those books about monarchy. <laughs> no, it, only, it only comes in handy once, but boy, does it come in handy once. As long as it gets me off, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> This is bad. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, they're publishing books. I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, my mom sends me email. I had another idea for a book, man. What is it, man? What if hats were made of cheese? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would bum everyone out. Um, <laughs> so, like different types of cheeses, man. No, man. I'll go back to the drawing board. <laughs> so I get an email from my mom, and because she's been saying like, "Hey, I think I'm going to publish that period book. I'm going to publish she it." She talks like this, and I was like, "Cool, like do it, do it, like you go, girl." Um, <laughs> I get an email from her, and she's like, "This is the going to be the cover," because she's also a graphic designer. Mm. She wears and a lot of cheese hats. <laughs> Eddie, get out! Best line of the night. Um, it is, I mean, I'm sort of spoiling the punch, but it's a big picture of my face, and it says a celebration of your period. And I. Um, Are you like going like this? <laughs> it's like, like a glee. It's like a glee. You're thing. like sticking the dismount. I'm dead. You can buy it. Like, Google. Moonchild. I am a no, as thank I, you. By Marianne Kenny, you'll see my goddamn face. Um, I'm wearing a blossom hat. I was in my blossom stage. Uh, How come I have that picture on my desktop <laughs> on my computer? Wait, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> no, because I showed it to you guys when Jack ah. McBrayer was the guest. I showed it to you guys. Best moment of my life because he just walked in. And I was like, hey, like, look at this. I don't know why I showed it to him. I think because we were all looking at it. And he was like, his first reaction was, is that real? <laughs> and then, is that real? And then I'm I, from Conyers, Georgia. And then we I don't said, have that kind of thing <laughs> down there. 
then I said yes, and he goes, y'all hippies? <laughs> so good! He nailed it right away. Nailed, well, that's the thing. I told my one friend, like I showed my one friend the cover. One friend. I got so many. No. <laughs> no. I got my bank manager. <laughs> Me and my boss. Um, <laughs> I showed my one friend, and it's almost like offensive to hippies. Like it's like a minstrel it's too show. Hippie. Yeah, it's called uh, minstrel show. Minstrel, <laughs> not okay. minstrel. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> I even had to repeat that joke. It was so good. Um, but, Apparently, it wasn't. But, I loved it. But my mom sent me the picture and was like, "Is it okay if I use this?" And I got it on my phone, and I. Threw my phone across the room. I don't think I've ever had that visceral a Holy feeling shit. of embarrassment. Uh, it was great. Like my face was red. I was by myself, and I was just like, "No!" Um, wow. But and she did it anyway. No. Then I thought about it, and I was like, "Here's the thing. I'm a grown up, and I'm a comedian." <laughs> I just put air quotes around that myself. Um, Both of them. <laughs> uh, uh, in my mind I like, erased them while I was listening to oh Sean yeah. that means a lot um, <laughs> that like I just put them back <laughs> what I erased them I erased them <laughs> but that like it is an embarrassing thing but that that's okay yeah. I could have embarrassing things sure. in this world especially when it was from that long ago right and uh, but there's more pictures in the published version of me more recently <laughs> With my niece. So she gets to be in on the fun, too. Mm-hmm. And she has not achieved monarchy yet. I think she might. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Any All right. day. Let's go now to Eddie. Eddie, tell us about Milestone. <laughs> well, my balls dropped. <laughs> End of the show. Thanks for coming. <laughs> no, you had something, didn't you? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my notes and it just says teeth. Oh, milestones, but you already talked about your teeth. I did. I already talked about my teeth. I, I think my milestones um, are happening later in life for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, because I can't think. Well, this is of, like trying to figure out what the definition of milestone is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know. Jamie and I both went pretty old school. Right. Which, which was. Like, like, legit. Will we get scripts? No, no, no. Jamie just handed me a, a paper that has the definition. <laughs> of Can you read it? Can you yeah, read yeah. it? Because that might help me. Yeah, well, this is going to make it way easier for you to tell a good story because a milestone yeah. is one of a series of numbered markers placed along a road or boundary at intervals of one mile or occasionally parts of a mile. They are typically located at the side of the road or in a median. They are alternatively known as mile markers, mile posts, or mile posts, sometimes abbreviated MPs. Mileage is the distance along the road. From a fixed commencement point. That's it. Is that it? But get into you the history. You could talk about that marathon you ran. <laughs> you know, I was getting depressed about the <laughs> milestone. Just fucked you up, man. <laughs> no, it was, I was making a miles joke. It wasn't. But personal. I was talking to you. Was I talking to you about it beforehand? Like, what is the difference between milestones? Goals and milestones. Yeah. <laughs> goals. Well, because mm-hmm. goals are something you're trying to achieve. A milestone, milestone is, is something already you just drive by on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, for me, a big milestone a goal is can become a milestone. I mean, I've already talked about it, but, but can a milestone become a goal? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All squares. 
Thank you. <laughs> I started the wrong way. I think the big, I think the big milestones for me I, I talked about, which was finally getting to Europe, doing comedy in Europe, um, and getting marriage. married is ginormous. Yeah, I mean those are big milestones. I used to have fucking milestones like. Um, uh, like losing weight, but that's that's such a that's distant a memory. Is that a goal? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Why don't you tell us? I had a- milestones. You're I, but- losing, Eddie. <laughs> You're what? losing the segment. No, I'm just kidding. I am. Why don't you tell us about your 21st birthday? <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Jamie Flam, everybody. Jamie Flam. So I think those- sort of halfway in a character, but not really. That was stressful. But like oh. even just celebrating anniversaries with your loved one or in comedy, those are milestones. Celebrating anniversaries in comedy? Mm-hmm. What anniversary do you celebrate in comedy? Every one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking I'm doing it wrong then. <laughs> you were talking about um, you know, get going on Conan. Right. That was a big milestone for me. For me. Was the first time I well, the only time I ever did Conan. And to me at the time, it, it seemed huge. huge. And I was like, holy shit, I've only been doing comedy for three and a half years. If you watch the set, if you watch the set, which you can't do because it's not up anywhere because NBC and Conan parted ways. But there's a moment in the middle of the set where I almost collapse on stage with relief because I'm so like, oh, this is going well. I can't <laughs> believe it. You know? Are you serious? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It on tape somewhere, right? I have it on tape, yeah. We'll watch We're it. We're gonna after. watch it after yeah. this guy. Um, <laughs> no, but what's interesting about that to That's me really is really that to me it was such a big deal. I was like, holy shit, I'm on Conan. I've been doing Santa for three and a half years. I am fucking amazing. I'm gonna take over. And as you know, it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> I've gone absolutely nowhere. Milestones are still ahead of me. Many milestones. So did you feel that way when you first got on TV as a stand-up? Uh, what did you do? Kimmel, was that your first stand-up set? It might have been. That time I was with you? Oh, <laughs> that was a, such a funny story where yeah. I blanked out. In, in the, the middle, middle of, the of live my taping. <laughs> no, that was really that fucked up. your fault. Yeah. That was really fucked up because they fuck with you so much on your set when you do a TV set. They're like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And the time has to be so. Well, and that's but not they really usually do style. that over a period of time for like weeks before. They're like, let's tweak this. Let's fix that. Let's whatever. For him, yeah, it was like two hours before the taping, and they were like, just cut these three lines in the and, middle of your and bit. And I had and my set. That. I had my – it was actually a piece from a, a, a one-man show yeah. that I, was so ingrained in me. Right. It was so ingrained in me. Like my well, you're me- so good at memorizing lines that – That's know. a joke from Sean because I'm not – no, but I – But once you get it, you have it. <laughs> it's in there, and it ain't coming out. But it was so ingrained in me a certain way to do it. And they were like, well, just take this section out. And so when I came to the end of – Well, he was – what was the bit? You were like a mental patient, right? Yeah. It was don't face your mental illness alone. Don't face – yeah, yeah. Don't face your mental illness alone. <laughs> and so and I they was the, threw you in. I was the orderly. I was just there in like a nurse's outfit, like mm. a sexy nurse's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. You had a beautiful <laughs> – the skirt was so short. I remember. <laughs> um, I remember you got paid really well for it. And for you nothing. Just, for doing nothing. You just stood behind me. But and- you had this moment. He stopped in the middle of the thing and just <laughs> was frozen on stage live on Jimmy Kimmel, which is a show that airs live on the East Coast. And he was just standing there, and I was like, "I wonder if I should just g- grab him and walk him off stage." Were you, you know? even thinking about how, that? How long yeah, are we talking? 
it, it, was, more, it was probably no more than minute. like four or five seconds. But that's so all? Like, yeah. It seemed like it was like an hour. But you know? the nice thing about playing a mental patient is like, I made a crazy choice. That's right. No, it felt very odd to everybody there. There was a live audience, and they were clearly all thinking, what the fuck is going on right now? I thought you did good. I didn't see it. Did you see it? <laughs> did they edit it out for West Coast? The what? Did they edit it out? No, they, no, 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 no. Because it was it was a mental patient, so I was doing things like, like I was like, and I was like really <laughs> looking exasperated like a crazy person, but it felt like a long fucking time. <laughs> like uh, a long Felt very long. Time. Really long, yeah. <laughs> really long. Pretty long. But, so I think my big milestones have been this this year. This with, year. Yeah, with uh, the marriage thing. Yeah, this has been a very well, what big... what would you have said five years ago? Mm. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it changes. That's what I think is the yeah. thing about milestones is, I guess that's what I'm saying about Conan, is that was such a big thing to me at the time, and now looking back, I'm like, that was fucking nothing. That was meaningless. I was thinking about yeah. that when we brought up the idea of milestones, how often, but it kind of goes into your theory about is it a goal, is it a milestone? But there's like, in my puny career that I've got going, it's like, oh man, I just want to get booked on that puny show. Puny was in quotes there, but. No, it wasn't. That okay. was real. Okay. Um, uh, like, I just want to get booked on that show. I just want to get booked on that show. And then you do, but your like, life changes in absolutely no way. Right. But you're like, for. In your head, gearing up before you have it, it feels like... You think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. And that's also why whenever stuff like that happens to me, and I'm bad at this, but whenever I do something like that, I try desperately hard to take a moment and go, oh, this was a good thing. <laughs> Knowing that going forward, I'm going to be like, who cares? No one cares. Nothing hey, changed. Hey, guys. I, I just feel like <laughs> this podcast is, a is it. This is the one that's going to stick with us forever. Everything changes <laughs> moving forward. All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. Uh, so we will do that. We will be back in a moment with a segment <laughs> on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. Hi, my friends at Longshot Podcast. Um, it's Jen Kirkman wishing you a happy 100th episode. Um, even though I didn't know, Jamie sent me an email using the word PRESH, P-R-E-S-H, the short version of pressure. Uh, he used the word PRESH twice. No PRESH, just want to ask you to do this. Paul's doing it. Wish I'd thought to ask you sooner. So I feel very special, so special that I was thought of at the last minute. Um, so have a wonderful 100th episode may you have a 100 more um, and maybe I'll be on some of them if you'll have me back no press we are back you are listening to The Long Shot it is a podcast I am your host Sean Conroy <laughs> Amber Kenny is here. Eddie Pepitone is here. Jamie Flam is here. An audience is here. They're very quiet. <laughs> we lost them. We don't know. We don't know how to do it. Um, all right. So a couple things, really quickly. We should mention that we, the long shot, is going to be participating in something called the L.A. 
Podcast Festival. It might be called that. It might be called L.A. Podfest. But that's the gist. But yes. Generally, we get the idea. Uh, another thing is that Riot L.A., which is a comedy festival, is happening. When is that happening? Is that this, this weekend? This weekend. Starting mm. on the, what day? Oh, look at this. 20, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of Los Angeles. <laughs> September. Uh, September, right. It's here in Los Angeles. Um, That's my roommate. Eddie Pepitone's name is on the card. Where's mine? Not mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, I want to see it. I want to see it. Here. Um, so come and see shows at that if yeah. this episode, in fact, comes out before that. Um, and it if it will, doesn't, right? you missed a great festival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next Also, year? okay, so here's the next thing. We're, we're in a segment that we call Parting Shots. We have to start Parting Shots by thanking two very specific people. Uh, the first one is Alex, who is our intern, who is amazing, who shows up every week. Yes, give him a hand. Give Alex a hand. Woo-hoo. Is he here? Where is he? Oh, there he is, right in the back there. Uh, his shirt says, just film. Um, and Alex shows up every week, and he brings us bagels and coffee, which we would die and without. Good cheer, and good cheer, which is And good thing. cheer, yes. <laughs> and drugs. By the way, Alex, oh, your yeah. drug conveyance machine is on the top of my mantelpiece Wait, there. Wait, so. who did he bring drugs for? Oh, Greg Proops, right? Greg Proops he brought yeah. drugs for. That was a terrible, awkward situation. <laughs> <laughs> the worst drug handoff oh, yeah, in the history of drugs. Because it was like, so do we go outside yeah. and do the no, 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 drugs? No, 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 no. It was, this is what it was. Is Alex brought the thing over to Greg oh, Proops. Greg God. was getting coffee in the kitchen. Oh, Alex brought this. Uh, that, where is it, Alex? Hold it up. That purple thing. He had it in his hand. And so Alex had that thing filled with (laughs) some illicit substance. (laughs) I'm going to guess it was methamphetamine. Um, And he walked up next to Greg and Jamie walked over and went, drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I I got out of here so fast. It was so fucking funny. Um, It's what it was. One of the cool things. It was great. Uh, it was like something out of Carlito's way. No, not at all. He wouldn't um, do it without. Uh, yeah, who knows? Okay. No, no, no. It was after the show. He was. No, he, no, no. Yeah. I know, but that was like a prerequisite. I think. I think Jamie probably talked himself into making that a prerequisite. Mm. Um, okay. So here's the next thing: is that we have to thank our sound engineer oh Jorge from the beginning. Jorge <laughs> from the beginning, Jorge. Not, not. Not because of the fact that he's our sound engineer, but because he brought champagne for the show, (laughs) which I am going to open right now in the way that I always get nervous about champagne. That's good radio, (laughs) y'all. That is. That was quite a sound effect. I know. (laughs) So here's to here's yours. Thank you. Did you give Eddie some? Here, I'll give give Eddie. Eddie, uh, Eddie is drinking vegan cider. <laughs> None of that I get it, I get it. Deer blood. Jamie. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, it's harder than it looks. <clears throat> this is my first drink in two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> but everything in moderation. Exactly. Pussy. Even moderation. <laughs> bring some over there. Yeah, Alex, the intern, is bringing some over to pour some for himself <laughs> and Jorge. This is the narration part um, of the show. I think it's show. good champagne, too. Right, really? Jorge? It's good Let's stuff. Let's do a toast. Huh? Okay, Amber, why don't you make a toast? Oh, gosh. There's too many things. Um, 
Thanks, guys. This is super duper fun, and I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast. And congratulations, Eddie, on being engaged. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Woo! Oh, no. Jimmy's <laughs> instantly <laughs> swinging from the chandeliers. Jamie he turns into the Hulk when he has head. champagne. Yeah. Uh, so it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. And let's start today with me. Ooh. First of all. Such a great, great. 75 cents <laughs> to Jamie. You're still doing that, huh? Still doing it. <clears throat> and then for my parting shot, and this is all we're going to get to. We're not going to get to your guys' That's parting fine. shots. <laughs> um, I solicited questions yesterday on Twitter. I asked people to send in what would they oh, like to know yeah, about uh, the long shot. So I'm going to ask you guys these, and you can answer them, or you could not answer them, or you could, you know. So the first one is from <laughs> at Kick Filet. Um, that's my friend Kiki. What is your favorite year, and why? And did you eat macaroni and cheese? What is your favorite year, and why? And did you eat macaroni and cheese? I feel like a game show. Host. I feel like probably. What is your favorite year? This year's my favorite year, and I definitely had mac and cheese. You know it. <laughs> I'll say um, 1994. Rangers won the Stanley Rangers Cup. Rangers won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Angels in America playing on Broadway. <laughs> what, what was it? Yeah. I what? saw it the night the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. And I remember we had jokes about that, that you would you were walking down it wasn't the a joke street. i really did that i walked down 7th avenue as all the rangers fans were coming right. out from the garden and, and they were going we were saying, fucking rangers and, and i was going like, have you seen the gay cabaret for the new millennium <laughs> and i was just and they didn't know what i was saying so they were just high-fiving me <laughs> thinking that i was they were like we're going to beat aids <laughs> <laughs> roy Cohn was a hypocrite <laughs> uh, jamie favorite year 2002 because that's when the down ass kikes got disbanded. <laughs> and that was uh, that was ninety four. <clears throat> so two thousand two was great because finish the sentence because because um, endless mac and cheese. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> choosing to give a fake answer. All right. What was your favorite year, Sean? I don't have one. All right. Okay. <laughs> At Ward Spliff wants to know, did any squirrels starve while Eddie was gone? Mm-hmm. Probably. You know, I felt bad for the squirrels. I felt bad for the squirrels. They're so used to you bringing them walnuts. Well, I felt bad for the squirrels when I came back because the fucking Did you heat- feel bad for the squirrels? <laughs> the heat wave, man. The heat wave. It's tough on squirrels, the heat wave. <laughs> It is. It is. Like, I, I, I had a bag of walnuts the other day. It was like 105 fucking degrees in North Hollywood. And I, I, I went out when the sun was down, and the squirrels were not hanging out, you know? And finally, like, Come on, one, guys. I got walnuts. Yeah. I clank, Get the I, fuck out here. I clank them together, you know? Squirrels, come out and play. Yeah. I'm like, Squirrel. I do say that. I do, I do say that. That's from the movie I'm Warriors. I'm clanking the, squir- the walnuts at together and i'm like squirrels squirrels and i've named a couple i've named one joey I'm like joey joey <laughs> and i have really short shorts on and watch watch this steve he thinks my name is joey 
But the motherfucker, they're starving, I think. And I really Yeah, get- they're starving because you didn't bring them walnuts. Mm-mm. I think the weather. <laughs> All right. Um, a goody to see. At a goody to see. Or at goody to see. I don't know what I wrote. These are great monikers, by the way. <laughs> great handles these people have. <laughs> what. This is we've talked about this before, but I think a lot of people haven't heard it. And so the question is, what brought you all together? <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> Fuck you, Amber. Well, you want to answer that? No, I me? don't. I want somebody else to answer it because well, I know the answer. I want well, to see if I they're think, right. What, how did it go, Jamie? That I approached you, or you approached me to start a podcast. I found the the receipt from the Panini Press. Uh, just recently. I'm sorry. Where we, <laughs> oh, where we had this, where we had our first meeting about. Yes, but who approached who to go to Panini <laughs> yeah, Press? Who, who approached? Um, I th- we had just done something, and I was like, we should start a podcast. And uh, I thought Jamie. Jamie was the first person you thought of to start a podcast. <laughs> well, Jamie gets shit done, and I didn't think Jamie was going to be. No, Debatable. I didn't think Jamie was going to be behind the mic, like producing it. But it worked out that you're you're behind the mic, and then he's I, in front of the mic. In front of the Are mic. Are you talking about? Well, he's behind it. Yeah. He thought but, he was going to be between the mic. Okay. <laughs> but then I appro- then I said to you, "Hey, let's no. let's do it." No, how, how does how does it go? I said thinking? that to you. Hmm? What do you mean? I said that to you. We should do a podcast, and you were like, "I'm already doing one with this oh, other okay. guy." And, and then, then we met like, at Panini Press. Oh, there's a second Panini Press. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. I thought we bought a print Panini Press and For started making panini. We started printing. <laughs> we started printing paninis. <laughs> we started flooding the market with paninis because there was inflation. <laughs> you guys are the reason the economy's doing so poorly. Um we are the Federal Reserve of For the record, I have never been to Panini Press. It no longer exists, No, but Sean was like, I know this girl, Amber, who would be great counterpoint to our horrific cynicism. <laughs> was basically what you said, I think. Something like that. Is I that true? I didn't put it that poetically. <laughs> uh, my, and I was like, Amber. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, like the, the name. name. Sounds like yeah. a stripper name. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Is that the Moonchild kid? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Has she experienced Menaki? <laughs> if she hasn't gone through Menaki, I don't want—I don't want any part of it. <laughs> so gross. Um, my point of view is: I was in a writing class with Sean, and I Sean te- was teaching it, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess Thank I didn't make that. I didn't make. This. I, no, I, I was. Teaching I don't want it. people to take hey, Amber. Do you mind if I copy your homework? <laughs> uh, We're writing oh. short stories. Why would you copy my homework? And I'm going through a tough time. I texted you something about class. I don't remember what, but it was unrelated. I and love your class, probably. <laughs> yeah, like, man, you're such a good teacher. And then um, you wrote back like, hey, want to do this podcast with me and my friend Eddie? And I thought you, you were kidding. Like, it was just like, what? It was such a non sequitur. And it all worked out. Yeah. Tignataro was so funny about that. When she was a guest. She was just like she just looked at it, and the only way Tig Tig really does that thing where she just looks She's at him so goes, good. I just and she has that low voice. I just want to know how the fuck did you four get together? Because <laughs> it's such a weird combination of people. All right, the human at the human Lee wants to know: Has Eddie heard about Jamie's? I'm gonna fuck you. Friendships? Oh, probably not. No, I have not. He hasn't heard of. Stories yeah, why would that Eddie ever listen? Yeah, yeah. Show. Why would he ever listen to an episode he wasn't on? Jamie, have, you got to go back and listen to last episode's parting shots. You yeah. will fucking die. It's <laughs> real. It's amazing. 
You know, Jamie, I, any comment on that? I've been thinking a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> what what was it, well, James? Someone else called me out for being homophobic. Oh shit. And we weren't acting out as gay men. We were acting out as the a man of it and a is woman. That Jamie and his friends used to have sleepovers when they were like 16. You're setting and they up would terror. start saying to each other in the middle of the I night, I'm going to fuck you so hard tonight. <laughs> and let's just, and let's just leave it there and let him listen to it, it if he wants It actually escalates from there. Yes, it does. And then you all, but, okay. Now, fine. was this the Jewish gang? Or? <laughs> all right. At MXTracy66, who, by the way, I think was the guy who wrote that he was listening to the I'm going to fuck you friendship stories while he was waiting to pick up his kid from her playgroup. Oh, no. So I just thought it was a funny contrast. Weird of like, yeah. Has Jamie's boss found out that Jamie has a different vision? Oh, yeah. What's going on with your job? Let's not talk about that. Okay. You don't want to talk about your job at the... <laughs> no. No? No? no. You don't want to talk about it? Uh, no. Uh, okay, next question. At M-R-E Rocks, or Mr. E Rocks, was there ever a theme rejected because it would cause drama for a guest or fellow low show poer? Almost every episode. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, not, not because it would cause drama. drama. No, well, it was it a shitty dra- idea. When you say naps, I'm like, fuck you. It was you. a joke idea. Of course I'm going to reject naps. That's it not because it's drama. Is that topic? It's the I, absence of drama. It was a joke idea. I like naps. I like naps. <laughs> you can't talk about naps. People are going to find out about the time I was, I was napping and I, I robbed a bank. pitching us doing horses for about two solid seasons. and what? then And then we finally horses. did it. Horses? And it was just okay. <laughs> I think you were also responsible for colored pencils. I was. <laughs> That one gets under my skin. The colored <laughs> that we actually you ever did color. Time where pencil. we were like, oh, we can't talk about this because I feel like that never really happened. Not right? a whole topic, maybe like a specific well, story. Well, you didn't want to talk about it. genocide. We we said <laughs> <laughs> well because there's because I'm on record as Being financially <laughs> supporting several genocides. <laughs> well, that's where the money is, isn't it? In in Cambodia in the seventies and Uganda in the eighties, I was very involved in donating money and making sure Uganda. things flowed smoothly. Um, <laughs> so I never wanted to talk about that. That's bad. This is bad. Uh, all right, at at well, this is a funny one. At general well, G E N R L Z D, which is either generalized or general Zod. Uh, I Why suspect do people it's do this. I'm just at Eddie Pepitone. I bet it's General Zod. I bet he's a Superman fan. Do your mm. conflicting schedules make having written material nearly impossible these days? <laughs> yes. Make having written material? Yeah, written material? Well, what we does just that stopped do? doing that. Sketches. Like, we used to do uh, sketches. It has Remember nothing that? to do with our schedules. Having uh, Right. What does it have material. to do with? But, Laziness. Yeah. Sure. But our schedules have become a problem. Certainly, but not... And tension. Now, but, the but worst can tension. You, can you tell me why he thinks... That are conflicting. He oh, he thinks we're writing together, right. yeah. no, <laughs> which we never really. No, did. that's never what happened. Is people would bring in sketches, right? And, and then we'd, we'd all say we hate go, them. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you listen- kidding me? Dog shoes? That's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, dog shoes was a great sketch. Dog I listened to a horrible. lot of our sketches. Fucking good. They're good. But Disagree. we all left crying every I know. time. <laughs> but we've gotten beyond that. I blame myself for that, and I no, feel like we've gotten Sean, beyond that. Yes, on. no, it was all about me. <laughs> 
It was all about me I having. Blame it was all about me having standards for quality. Okay. And I've. I've oh, so you're not that. blaming yourself? I've abandoned that. So I don't care <laughs> you're not blaming uh, yourself. The next one is from at Mr. Matt Walsh, who has been a guest on the show, a member of the. Did Upright he Citizens really Brigade. have a question? Yes. <laughs> His question is: Is it still a long shot after 100 successful episodes? What Aww. a sweetie peeny. <laughs> How would you answer that? He's a sweetie beady, that fellow. I think he's it's a sweetie peedy. Oh, is that what you yeah. said, sweetie peedy? <laughs> how, how would you answer that? Is it still a long shot? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> but that wasn't really why we called it that, right? We call, Why did we call it the long shot? Like success, I think we were, th- or I was, that success is a long shot in this no, business. No, that's not like, at all why we did <laughs> it. Was it was a Charlie Chaplin quote or something. Yes. What was Charlie Chaplin? Charlie saying? Chaplin said, "Hey, Tommy. everybody! <laughs> yeah. Is that no, how you no, think no, no, Charlie? No, Charlie Chaplin? Charlie Chaplin actually wrote because he right, was a silent movie right. star. He never said he anything. He wasn't allowed to talk. But he said, "Life in close-up is, is a tragedy, but everything is funny in the long shot." Really. <laughs> That's why we called because it. Because I saw a long shot of it, the L.A. riots. Not, Not funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, is somebody Reginald had a Denny being beaten into a coma at the corner of Florence Mr. and Normandy. Mr. Chaplin, <laughs> I take umbrage with that statement. Uh, now, here's a question from someone who's here tonight. I have a couple of questions from Ooh. people who are here tonight. Now, that's good. I'm glad. First one is from at Sam Varela. Oh, oh Sam. Here. There she yes. is. And she sent about... 200 questions. <laughs> I did not I did not choose to accept all of them. But here's one. How has participating in the podcast helped or hurt everyone in their career and or life? <clears throat> wow. Well, I for one can't get booked anywhere. <laughs> oh, you're the bitch from the long shot. Yeah, Fuck exactly. you. I'm suicidal. <laughs> Um, it's hard to say. I don't know if it's affected anything. <laughs> that to me was the funniest thing Jamie has said in the history of the podcast. <laughs> By the way, his voices are getting really spot on. His Chaplin voice was a brilliant parody of Chaplin. <laughs> a brilliant parody of Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that Amber, voice right there was so perfectly. That was a brilliant parody of Buster Keaton. <laughs> Amber, what? So tell us what you're going to say. No, I, it's hard to say. I don't. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's affecting anything outside the podcast. Right. What do you guys think? Well, I love it when I go on the road and um, people like this was really cool in Edinburgh. This guy, sweet guy. Al from fucking Wales, and this trips me out. That sounds like bullshit. I know, maybe yeah. he was no. just saying his name I know was it's Al. Hey, Eddie, I'm Al from Wales. <laughs> I drive a truck this up in Wales. This is my wife, Margaret. <laughs> hey, I'm Al. I'm Al from Wales. <laughs> he was a young no, but guy. You know what's funny is I know that's You know what I'm talking about, I know this is true because he actually wrote in to, Thank the, you. to the show. Oh, Thank yeah. God he And did. we got actually a bunch of people from, or not a bunch, but a few people from the festival who were like, I was so glad I got to see Eddie in Edinburgh. Yeah. You know, people who are fans from like Australia and So Scotland it's helped. It's helped because. I didn't bring the drawing from. Oh. We'll, we'll get to that. I, but I should have brought it. No, we'll get to oh, it. you got to. So, so, so finish what you were going to say. No, I mean, it's, it's no, really yes, cool that it. people. <laughs> it's really cool that people all over the fucking world listen. 
And yeah, it's always it's wild to trippy. me that, uh, and in Dublin as well, there was, I forget who, just some guy coming up to me going, <laughs> I really love your vodka. Now, I got to tell you, there was a guy. My name is Al from Dublin. <laughs> I'm Al from Dublin. I love your podcast. <laughs> me and the wife, I love it. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> it saves us from having to talk to each other. <laughs> Have you seen my pot of gold? <laughs> we love the Jewish episode. <laughs> I find your show magically delicious. <laughs> Go Celtics. <laughs> Nailed it. So finish so, what you're going to say. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's great to hear that people are fans yeah. from all over the world, from just listening to the podcast. I, I seriously also had a family from Newcastle, and they're called Geordies. I don't know if that's a derogatory term right. for people from Newcastle. No, when people make up a nickname for people from a certain place, I think that's it's, it's usually very positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was hilarious because it was the first night I did Edinburgh, and these people, the, the, the son brought his mom and dad and sister and they were – I couldn't understand a word they were fucking saying. Their, their, their accent was so thick. And they were like, I love no, the my, 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 my son, my son. Every day I'm down in the mines trying to get some cool out of there and I'm trying to listen to your podcast. It's a beautiful thing out of the way you're playing a photo machine. Please keep up to go wherever they put in. Also, I saw you ground outside. You can't get in. Exactly. Jamie, any effect for you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I feel that um, it's forced me to grow. <laughs> I've, I've talked about this shit on the podcast before. I'm also a little bit drunk from like half a thing of uh, wow. champagne. I love uh, when Jamie gets drunk on the show. <laughs> um, but help me grow a maculata. You know, hundreds of people making positive changes in their life. Uh, I don't believe that. It. It's true. What do you... Okay. Um, people yeah. when I see and by the way the, the, the guy they always mention well this isn't always true because you get mentioned you, you guys get mentioned but really, Jamie mention but Jamie always they're always like Flam tell Flam this and that uh, you know they always want to say something tell him that you already said hello <laughs> Uh, all right. Next question is also from at Sam Varela, who's here tonight. Will you guys ever road trip the show again? I would love to. If so, may I suggest Tahoe? You can <laughs> stay in the timeshare I have access to. Let's Done. go now. Road trip. We did one road trip. We went to <laughs> Palm Springs Palm on the Springs. hottest day of the year. <laughs> it was 115 degrees. That was insane. <laughs> it was crazy. Eddie drove down and drove immediately back. You didn't no, no, no. Oh, you stayed, was one stayed. Night. you stayed one night. That was we um, had a nice pool night. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I took thinking... my shirt off in front of everyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about from that night. From what I saw, <laughs> it's getting hot. He's basically here. Eddie is basically saying, "I want to fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the next question is from – it's actually a bunch of questions, and it's pretty funny. It's from somebody who's here tonight as well. It's from at Zena CC. Zena. How is Eddie's health? How's, <laughs> how's his BiPAP mask working? Did he get the tooth fixed? How's his back? How's his pre-show anxiety? These are kind of for you. Take it oh, away, my friend. That is too funny. I'll take it. <laughs> 
Well, I came back from Edinburgh uh, basically having a nervous fucking breakdown. Uh, I was so exhausted. I was so fucking exhausted. And I swear to God, I didn't realize how exhausted I was. I can't, and for the last two weeks, I have just been slowly getting my strength back. Um, I hate the fucking, the fucking, the, what? What are you laughing at? Are you ready to go back into the arena, my friend? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm really like that. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm going to do the podcast tonight. Holy shit. It's, I mean, oh, man. So I'm doing better. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't address all the questions, but that's okay. Uh, the what next other, one, the next one is, is, uh, is also from Zena. Uh, has Jamie Frenched anyone this week? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. The week is young. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. It's the first day of the week. <laughs> it's the high holy. There's day. an after party, right? <laughs> There's an after party. Yes. Uh, okay. We're all invited. At- <laughs> it would be awesome if they were kicked out. <laughs> we're having a party, and you got to get out. <laughs> Last question is from again from at Kick Fillet. It was the first question. What would you name your boy band? The four of us. If we were a boy band, four peas in a pod. I feel interesting I like that. about Four that. Four peas in a pod. <laughs> Being a girl. I would call it one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> also, I can't sing. That's an interesting. I can't sing would be the name of the band. Yes. Nor dance. <laughs> I can dance. <laughs> what? I can't dance? No. How about for think... your pleasure? <laughs> I think that's, that's more good. like a real boy band name. It sounds like a condom. <laughs> How about just our ages? 53, 44, <laughs> Do we 20, change our name every is year? Is it like a 33, <laughs> 50 people, people, would, people would think we were a locker combination. <laughs> also, we're, we're good for one year. A locker combination is only three numbers. Does the name change every year? <laughs> yes, the name would change <laughs> one every year. But which... like, depending on the month, right. some of the digits don't change. <laughs> but it's in, very in, confusing. In sixteen years, we would drop all our ages and just call ourselves sixty-nine from then on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it feels like this is a good place to end the show, right? No. Uh, I got something. I have oh, okay. something. <laughs> all right. I just have a little plug. Go ahead. I want to plug uh, the Bitter Buddha, the Bitter Buddha, <laughs> bitter the Bitter Buddha documentary about me. That is such a great name for you. <laughs> the Bitter Buddha. Whoever now, came up with that is a genius. I'm not sure if I came up with it or you came up with it, is but anyway, <laughs> I tell people you did. It's I tell rec- people you did. Eddie, it's recorded. Yeah. Really? Did it's you listen? It's recorded, Sean saying it. Did and, you find it? And you I going, it, yeah. oh man, that's hilarious. Is that right? You mm-hmm. go, oh man, that's hilarious. I should use that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I've been giving you credit. I've been doing all these interviews. But yes. I want to just <laughs> plug the movie. The, the, and now it's recorded twice. <laughs> uh, the movie, directed by Steve Feinartz, who's here, is Steve's going here, yes. to be at the LA Riot Festival uh, Saturday. The 22nd, and then we're taking it uh, to Austin. Now, you're the star of that movie. I am so all over that movie. Who would you say is best supporting actor? I would say I'd say you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who Who's like best female 
barely cameo. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you. Uh, but then we're taking it. We got into, which is big, the Austin Film Festival awesome. in October. Thank you. That's really big, and then we're and then we're and then we're going to show it first in Austin, and then we're going to show it at the Friars Club in New York, which is also really cool. So in, in October, is why that, are you laughing? You have a funny look on your face. Is Jackie Mason going to be there? <laughs> this movie? It's a little drafty. He never he never does anything else but that. He seems it, more bitter than Buddha. <laughs> Uh, Kindler was doing shit like that at the benefit for the oh, movie. Right. He was like, uh, "Where's, where's, where? I, I see the bitter part, but where's the Buddha part? Where's the enlightenment?" <laughs> uh, all right, anything? Really quick. Yes, I will be in Seattle from October fourth through the seventh. What do you? Um, uh, as, Zena, of course, from <laughs> Seattle, gets very excited. Uh, my by that. sketch group Super Kudzu is performing as a part of Seattle Sketchfest on the nice. on the fifth. Is that your first out of town sketch show with your sketch group? Yes. That's a big milestone. Really? Now, <laughs> do you, you guys rent a bus and travel by bus, I'm or what t- do you guys do? We're all going separately. Uh, <laughs> but- Separate buses. <laughs> yeah. It's a we crazily hate expensive the environment. trip. <laughs> um, but, How do you drive this fucking but, thing? Uh, I'm also good. I'm terrible because I don't have the details now, but I will be doing some stand-up while I'm there. So if you're so in look Seattle, around for stand-up shows. <laughs> yeah. See if Amber's there. Yeah, just I'll be on the street corner shouting. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because I haven't done comedy in a different city before. Mm. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> it's weird, man. <laughs> but come, Seattle. Yes. Jamie. Okay. So for the last um, several episodes, you've given me 75 cents. Um, the first investment was in a calendar. A calendar that had no days. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Just the months. <laughs> Order. I'm already dri- <laughs> I'm already drifting far, far away. Speaking of drifting far, far away, the second uh, Don't in- tell me investment you got me an is um, I've taken the money, and this certificate of registry says to let it be known that the star located at RA one one nine point zero two four nine five nine zero six and declination negative thirty five point nine seven two zero zero five seven five in declination. Did you say declination? It has to do with. Where, where it's located. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a great declination. His name... <laughs> it's, no. a, it's a Tony declination. <laughs> hey, it's Tony from Declination! <laughs> um, the star at that location is now named Longshoticus Podcastica. I love that! I love it! We're never gonna die! So we have... A, no, stars do die. We're, we... <laughs> They do. They fucking explode. They explode. Destroy shit. It was dedicated. <laughs> it was dedicated today. The official. So we could we could potentially find this if we have a powerful telescope, correct? Mm-hmm. Or go to Griffith Park. They have a great telescope there. <clears throat> if we go to Griffith Park with this certificate and go, can they, we just they look they at this? I'm, I'm kind of an important. They person. will find it. I mean, they have a guy at the telescope who's like, "What's the declination?" <laughs> And you give him the number. Oh, that's a Tony declination. Oh, that's a pretty Tony declination. Look who's moving up in the universe. You wouldn't by any any chance be long shot at Cospodicus. <laughs> the seal isn't raised, though. The seal isn't raised. Well, I'm sure it is somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, somewhere Jamie. That's Thank awesome. you for yeah. buying us a star. It's about fucking time. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I... 
I moved to Hollywood to be a star. And it worked out. It all worked out. Milestone. Uh, All right. (laughs) Somebody somebody just said, finally. (laughs) To that person, I say, fuck you. I will kill you. Uh, Well, thank you guys, audience, so much for coming out tonight. Thank you, people at home, for listening to the show. This is our 100th episode. We'll see how many. We'll at least do another two or three, and we'll see you guys next time. We'll see you next time on... The long shot. For past and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, see us online at thelongshotpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs>